Hey everybody, it's Ian Reed Twist, pastor of Holy Cross Episcopal Church in Novi, Michigan. Today's sermon was preached online at uh, Holy Cross, but uh, we zoomed it out to um, everybody who attended because we are living in this strange new age with the coronavirus and social distancing. In any case, it was preached on the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 41. And um, I hope you enjoy listening to it. Who sinned? This man or his parents? The disciples come on this like blind beggar and that's their question. Who sinned? This man or his parents? Somebody is responsible. Somebody has done something to put this man in this state, who was it? And Jesus, in his typical Jesus way, refuses the binary. He refuses the either or. He's like, no, neither this man nor his parents sinned. And he says, the man was actually born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. And then he changes to the first person plural. This is, I think, the key to the entire passage. He says, we, we, we must work the works of him who sent me. That we is the lens through which the whole rest of the passage, I think, should be seen. It's the key to everything. Because what Jesus does then is he goes on to heal the man. And in healing the man, he he sort of challenges the community and offers up this opportunity for the man's community to really become the beloved community that they're called to be, the we that Jesus is talking about. So he doesn't answer the question with an answer. He answers it with an opportunity. And it's the opportunity to step into a role with one another. Because you see, the man's blindness, that's nobody's fault. He was born that way. But the fact that the blindness blindness has made him a poor beggar, that's a we issue and a we possibility for change. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this hard and difficult moment we're in. And it seems to me that this virus is also offering that same challenge to us. Or perhaps that Jesus is offering that opportunity through this moment. The chance to really more deeply be the beloved community that God wants us to be. And it's an opportunity that we have both as a society and as a church. You know, as a society, we have this opportunity to build a system where nobody has to choose between getting their paycheck and staying home when they're sick. We have this chance to build a society where all the kids in our state 
can complete their educations online. As it is now, there are some school districts that are too poor to provide online education, and so there's no credit that can be given to anybody for that. So this is an opportunity for us to change those structural inequities that leave some school districts without the means they need while others have it. We can build the beloved community. And how about for us as a church? I think that this moment and the ways that we've been moving into other, other ways of communicating with one another really gives us a chance to strengthen our community, to become stronger and more, and more fully inclusive of one another. And I'm already seeing this happen, you know? We had our vestry meeting on Tuesday, and one of the things we decided to do was to divide up the congregation and have each vestry member call, you know, five or six people just for a check-in, to see how things are going, to see what help we can be. And by the way, um, some of you have already gotten those calls. If you haven't yet, you should get one in the next few days. And if you don't, please do be in touch with us so that we can make sure, you know, let me know so I can make sure that nobody's falling through the cracks. But so, so some of the vestry members have started making these calls, and I've heard the most amazing things about connecting with people that they never knew before or even building new understanding of folks that they do see and interact with on a usual Sunday, but haven't ever really had a deeper conversation with, you know? That's one place I'm seeing us build that stronger community. I'm also seeing it this Wednesday, we held our contemplative prayer, and we had about twice the number that we've ever had in person here. And it was just as holy, I think. It was just as beautiful. We all sat there with candles in our separate uh, houses and prayed in silence together for like 20 minutes and then shared what that experience was like with one another and sort of got grounded in God and in each other before signing off that night. It was really a spiritual experience. And, you know, our adult forum on Thursday mornings, um, we didn't even do a Zoom thing for that. We just did a, a phone conference call. But I feel like there was conversation that was new for us. People talked about sort of exper their experiences of class and of, and of racism and of some of the things that are hard to deal with. And there was a real um, understanding, too, of how important the group was and how much the group was a safe space because um, things didn't get shared outside of it attached to names, which is why I'm not telling you who said what. Um, it was really a beautiful interaction. And so I just want to share with you that while this is a hard time for a lot of us, all of us really, we have an opportunity too. I think Jesus is offering us this chance to deepen our connections with one another to really reach out and care for one another. When Jesus heals that man, you know, what he's really doing is not healing an individual so much as lifting up an opportunity for that healing to stretch out 
into an entire community of folks. So let's take this time and this chance to step more deeply into that place, that calling of being God's beloved community together. Amen. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to this week's sermon. And if you want more information about me or the church, you can always go to our website, Holy Cross Novi, that's N-O-V-I dot org. And in the meantime, have a blessed week and you can find more sermons as we publish them in the same place you found this one. Take care.